0: Reese Williams is with us, chief investment officer of the opportunistic all-cap equity fund at Spouting Rock Asset Management. Reese, welcome to the show. I want to first look at your main macro point, which is that yields are going to be the determining factor for what part of this market does the best going forward. Explain that thesis to us.
1: Sure. Well, if you look at the past year, you think about uh, the wild swings in the growth to value, uh, with growth winning out in the beginning of the year, then selling off dramatically. In the in the second half, in the second quarter, now picking up it again in the third quarter, before yep. selling it off in the last in the last few weeks now. So it's been a very placid index, uh, as the last guest had pointed out. The VIX is relatively contained, but there's been uh, Hurricane Ida raging underneath the market, which probably has not been reflected that well in 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 the uh, in the overall averages. So I guess I'd like to uh, really focus on. Companies that can do well in, in in if either interest rates go to 1.2 or also potentially 1.7, uh, uh, t- 12 months from now, because frankly, those th- that interest rate is is going to be what determines which stocks do which style wins out. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently with this re- re- most recent CPI number, people are feeling a little bit better that inflation may be somewhat contained. However, it's just one month and I potentially there could be some revisions because it does it does appear that uh, there's p- absolutely more inflation in the economy than the CPI number in August picked up.
0: Reese, what do you make mm-hmm. of the fact we've got yields diving today, one could argue reflecting that transitory inflation but markets under pressure as well because there's a lot of hyper-focus on inflation as being the main risk point. If inflation's just one risk point, then what else could potentially apply pressure on days like today where inflation doesn't look like a problem, Uh, but uh, anyone kind of holding cyclical assets in particular are having some trouble
1: sure but one would have thought on today's number actually that growth and tech would have right done well Nasdaq turned too. started off well and now is sold off uh though it's outperforming the, the market it's still not still not up um so uh, and and I, and I think perhaps the market is saying that hey this, this cpi number is not real and that that potentially uh there's more inflation in the economy than 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 than, than that number is picking up uh apartment rents are a huge portion of the cpi and i think it came out at up 0.3 percent i i don't know what um city in the u.s it's up 0.3 percent if you talk to one of the areas i wanted to mention today was REITs and how attractive they are i mean the apartment REITs are are being able to raise rents like they never have before so i think there's uh you know potentially some uh you know opportunities there with a very low interest rate environment and the ability to have pricing power. There's not that many sectors um, in the economy that can do that right now. And REITs certainly, uh, uh, there certain REITs like the apartments, like the towers, um, uh, certainly have that that characteristic.
0: And uh, will that REIT trade be able to uh, uh, withstand Any reversal in in rates higher? I mean, if we do start to inch upwards, first quarter yields are blown out to the upside and REITs did great then too. Uh, How does that relationship look from here?
1: Well, I think it depends upon how fast, clearly. I think if we're talking about uh, moving slowly towards 1.7%, I don't think that's going to be a a, a big issue. If uh, 12 months from now, uh, the 10 years at 4%, Reits will not work, but then again, that will be not many things that work. So, um, <laughs> so I, I think a slowly rising interest rate environment will be fine for reits. Uh, and historically, if you look at, um, you know, since two thousand and eight, uh, reits have sort of been a, a bond proxy. But if you looked at it prior in the nineteen eighties and nineteen nineties, there were many times uh, where interest rates went up and and reits went up. For the obvious reason that REITs had pricing power uh, in, in in that particular time. Uh, people could raise rents. Uh, and so, therefore, their, their margins were unaffected. So, it's not necessary, while it has been true that they've been bond proxies, it is not true that, that there will always be bond proxies. And perhaps, uh, you know, if, they, if it reverts back to a, a more normal market of the last 50 years, uh, it could easily outperform in a rising rate environment.
0: Okay, Reese, I want to make sure we get to at least one of the stock picks, Disney MasterCard on your list today. I want to focus in on MasterCard because to me, this is one of the more difficult ones to figure out. It's almost where it was a year ago uh, as it's pulled back here uh, around its earnings, into its earnings and after its earnings in August. But all you hear about is how healthy the consumer is and how flush with uh, cash they are. So uh, what's wrong with the credit card business here kind of flailing around in its stock price?
1: Yeah, you, you raise a good point. And, um, and that's why I, I picked that this one in Disney as two stocks that have come back here recently because it, we've had an increase in the Delta variant, which has made people nervous, obviously so, about travel. Um, but if you look at MasterCard uh, and, and Visa also, but uh, MasterCard is the one I picked, um, this is a company that's actually doing really well because cash has lost share to uh, to, to card usage during this pandemic. So actually, they done fairly well in terms of uh, meeting expectations. However, their most profitable business is cross-border travel, and that has clearly uh, not happened as people didn't go to Europe uh, uh, this summer. However, uh, if it's true that Delta is peaking right now, which some people expect, uh, then summer, the next summer, I think you're gonna see a, a, a very big boom in cross-border travel. That will be uh, to their benefit. And to, to your point, the stock's done nothing for a year. So it has it has some secular growth elements, which I like and which growth managers like, but it also has some value recovery uh, elements like this cross border travel.